Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Energy for Sales podcast, where we believe if you're not having fun, you may be doing it wrong. May, may, may. You are doing something wrong. This is March. It's not May yet. <laughs> hey, Tim Hooper and David Oliphant, your host here. And we have a special guest. David, introduce, introduce our guest for us. Well, Tim, she's she's a, a dear friend of yours. I'm going to throw it back to you. Um, we, love ha- we love having Janelle on, but he can give a, a more proper intro. Hey. Janelle, welcome back. Uh, it's been way too long, and we're, we've been super excited when we looked at the calendar and, and and we saw you there. So we, we've had so many good uh, reactions to the first podcast we recorded with Janelle about vulnerability. And if you've not checked it out, please do. Janelle is senior vice president for the New England region of WFG National Title and a dear colleague of mine. Uh, just uh, a, a joy to work with. And I love brainstorming sales ideas and strategies with her. And so she's got uh, a topic for us. Janelle, say hello to our listeners. Hey guys, so thanks for having me back. First of all, I feel like it's been almost a whole pandemic since I last talked to you guys, so it's nice to see you again. <laughs> I'm telling you Same what, here. <sighs> wow. So what's 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 going on in your world? I, I know just from recently talking to you, things are great. Um, what are we going to talk about today? What's what's relevant um, up there in New England? So I have to say that life, you know, despite what's going on in the world is actually pretty darn good. You know, the market's been amazing. My team is absolutely crushing it. So ironically, I think the hardest thing I'm struggling with right now is how to bring them down a little bit from that high and focus on what's going to happen, you know, three months from now, six months from now, a year Mm -hmm. from now when the market corrects a little bit and we need to be focused on the new business we're bringing in and not just riding this wave, but prospecting for new business. Janelle, that's a fantastic topic. And, you know, sales leaders, we have to prepare them for the future and they have to have that future vision. And, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to crush their high. Um, but in times, uh, if you, if as a leader, you're not careful, things get sloppy, prospecting stops. Um, I've been a very much, I like to celebrate. I celebrate the wins, but I've been, I've been a very much great. What's next? Let's okay. Good. Let's get back to it. Um, we're finishing a fantastic year as well. Um, our, our fiscal year end is actually tomorrow, the 31st of March, and then we start fresh. Um, I'm looking forward to the little um, freshness and breather, um, but you have to keep your eye on the prize in the future and you have to, it's always about activity. Um, you know, th- those that are building relationships, those that are keeping their activity high, even when um, they're crushing it. Uh, so you're, you're definitely in the right place. Tim, what are your thoughts, man? I love the question, Janelle, because I mean, every region is the same. I, I really, every industry probably represents presents the same question at times um you know feast or famine it's easier to get hungrier during during the famine and then during the feast it's easier to want to coast just a bit and so i always like the 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 rpa acronym that mike weinberg coaches on is the results pipeline activity right so results are more immediately what's happening today obviously results are you're you're crushing and then it's the pipeline, and that's that's the pipeline should give you a good vision of what's the next quarter, two, three, four quarter, you know, four quarters out. 
the activities, I think a lot of times are more of those, you know, 18 months out. Like what seeds am I planting today that are going to harvest? So, and that's where I think we come down to that consistency. And the other thing too, is if you don't take time to celebrate, right, then it just becomes this exhaustive, like we're never good enough. So you need to celebrate, but then how do you watch for that? Those signs of burnout, right? When somebody is, they are crushing it and maybe they're out of rhythm a bit. Um, and so that's where consistency, again, as leaders say, what's too much, what's too little, right? What's a good rhythm? Um, I mean, we're all alive today because if you place your right hand over your heart, you feel a, a good rhythm, right? But if that's out of rhythm, we, we're in trouble really fast. So I think in sales, it's that, you know, what's happening today, what's happening, we're, we're entering into Q2. So I, I guess I would throw the question back. Like, so in each of those categories, results, we're celebrating, right? Pipelines were, should give us that, uh, snapshot of what's ha- what's going to be happening and then the activities sometimes we don't know exactly what the activities are going to result in right because we might be knocking on new doors we might be in recon stages we might so kind of how do you break those buckets down i think for keeping a good rhythm um even in the highs so it's funny i couldn't agree more with you know absolutely celebrating the wins and you know we kind of joke like all right you know celebrate now and then tomorrow we get back to work (laughs) or maybe i give them a little bit longer but you know it's funny you talk about the pipeline and activity because one of the things i've really been focusing on the last couple of weeks is that accountability for that activity to make sure that Mm -hmm. we're building that pipeline but i do think when you're looking at you know activity now that's gonna possibly pay off you know 18 months from now Right. It's hard to maintain that excitement without that fatigue. You know, how many times are your employees and your reps calling on somebody before they might get a call back? And how do you maintain that excitement? You know, for me, I've been asking them what drives them to try to keep them excited. You know, mm. someone I work with, he wants to buy a new boat. And I thought it was the best thing I heard because I said, OK, this is operation. Get you a new boat. <laughs> Here's how we're going to do it. <laughs> Well, you're talking to Tim. Tim's the dream board guy. And and you're spot on there, Janelle. Finding yeah. out what motivates them, um, what what they want to. And, and you know, you also hit on activity. I think it's it's definitely a time to double down on the activity. And and your 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 B players won't understand it. Your A players will understand it. And and keeping the focus on, on the leading indicators, not the lagging indicators. Lagging indicators being success and, and even pipeline to a degree. Um, the activity is that leading indicator and true sales professionals have had bad months and quarters and years and you don't want to be Debbie Downer or David Downer and say, you know, um, everything's cyclical. And, and if they if they remember back to to those hard times, now they have a beautiful opportunity to um, plant that seed, uh, you know, take their land and, and, and plant all the seeds for the future mm-hmm. when they're not hungry. That's the best time. Tim and I've talked about, you know, not having to press, not having to be, um, you know, just just pressing and 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 just behind the eight ball all the time. So I think you're you're spot on in the right areas. I I love that you asked too what drives you because you're getting into, you know, their heart, their soul, their motivation. Um, and I think every sales leader listening could could draw, and I, I think probably everybody asked this in some way, but probably draw some some insights here. 
how do we help stretch? Maybe we have a bigger vision. How do we make sure we're on the same page vision-wise? Um, Janelle, do you ever run into the, the um, opportunity? I'll call it an opportunity, not a problem. Do you ever run into the opportunity where your vision and maybe your sales rep's vision are, are in alignment? You see something bigger and maybe they don't. So I will say as a sales leader, I would hope that I have higher expectations than they do so that I can kind of coach them to strive higher. But as far as our uh -huh. vision, we've worked really uh -huh. hard, especially this year, to align that vision, whether it's where we want <clears throat> the team to go with, you know, what kind of agents we're going to sign on, what kind of activities and we're going to participate in. We've really kind of worked together so that we all are on the same page. And maybe it's just my management style. I don't think it would work well if, you know, we weren't aligned and I said, okay, well, here's who I want you to target and here's what activities I want you to do. And like a more right. collaborative approach so that I understand if we're not on the same page, why not? And we can address those concerns. So we've actually been pretty aligned right, right now. I love it. David, what insights would you have as far as getting that alignment, getting the team buy-in. At, at the end of the day, if, if the satisfaction's setting in or the, you know, the co you know, we begin to coast, we've got to remind ourselves and our teams of that vision, right? Yeah. And, you know, Tim, we've done some work um, individually and with our teams at the beginning of the year to set the vision for the year. And I think that I can't, you know, mine this year was acceleration and, and we had a great year and I wanted an even better year. And I think that if there's disconnect, if someone doesn't want that, at some point it, it probably becomes uncomfortable. I've at least mentioned what I want mm. and what drives me, which then explains some of the you know behaviors, things that I reinforce and things that I don't reinforce. Uh, so I think when you get to that point, you just, you know, I'm going to stay on my mission and if someone's someone isn't aligned hmm. then at some point um they might need to make make that decision for themselves um because at you know you have limited seats on the bus hmm. and you have to achieve um certain amounts and if if you're in a you know a leader that wants to achieve a lot um, the, the bar gets raised and, and someone might feel uncomfortable and might feel that there's a different team. And I know that's a hard thing to say on this podcast for people to understand, but if you've made yourself clear and your direction is there and everyone is, is pulling and some, and there, there are outliers, it, it doesn't, it, it becomes, um, maybe not a good journey for them. I think that you can get ahead of it in the recruiting and the hiring process by, by sharing what your personal vision and, and, and what you want to accomplish with the mm -hmm. team. And, and Agreed. then ask the question, the questions in the recruitment and the interviewing to see if that's, if, if there's alignment there, it's tougher when you step in and you, um, and you're leading people you didn't hire, um, at times, cause there could be some misalignment, but, and, you know, in a positive way, I mean, it's not about outing people, but, um, you know, if the, if if the if the leader's vision is in line with the company's vision, then hopefully the sales executive, the sales professional, is aligned as well. Um, and um, regarding now, now Janelle brought up something else about burnout. And um, again, we're in our twelfth month of the year. We pushed really hard, and um, I, I sensed that 
a month ago and I asked everyone to take a hard look at taking a PTO day in the month of March, which is our, our last month of the year, um, so that they were refreshed so that they could get some time back. Because I was sensing that, you know, you're, you're 48 weeks into a year, 49 weeks. It's like everybody's pushing really hard mm-hmm. as overachievers to get to other levels. And so you, you as a leader, if you're cognizant of it and you're paying attention to it, you can lead them even in that direction that, hey, it, I would like, and I did, I made the comment, I would like to see everyone take at least a PTO day in the month of March to uh, to get rested and, and rejuvenated. I love mm. that. You know, I think it does a world of good when you, David, reach into somebody's life and say, I know you have other things going on. I know you have kids. I know you've been dealing with school from home. I know this or that. Um, listen, it's okay to, to need a break. It's okay to take a breather. What do you need? Right. And we've talked about that before on this show. Um, and so, you know, leading with heart, leading that, you know, people don't care how much, you know, till they know how much you care. I think all that comes into play here because number one, if you're cognizant enough and Janelle, your intuition, just knowing you as a person is tremendous. Um, just knowing where your people are at this step. Number one, um, you know, that you, no one should be falling behind and you, you not know what's, you know, something's up. You, you can, and nowadays we're on Zoom so much, we're with them enough or we, we should be able to pick up on something like that. Um, so the, the burnout and just having the intuition that that should, you know, be encouraging to you and, and any, any other sales leader out there. If you're noticing it, well, kudos to you for noticing it, right? Um, now just be willing to go there and, and, and talk to them about what's going on and what do they need. Um, David, I love the point you brought up. So, but if you're not recognizing burnout or you don't think it's possible, maybe you need to just take a hard look in the mirror too and say, what kind of a leader do I want to, do I want to be? Um, because it, it does happen, right? Tim, um, it's funny you say that because I scribbled yeah. down on big letters on my pad in front of me. What do you need? So I was thinking the exact same thing. And that's something that trickles down at our company, you know, straight from the top, straight from the, our founder will always say, you know, what do you need? What can I do to help you succeed? And I think that's something mm. I've really picked up on so that I make sure I'm asking my team. Amen. You know, yes. Whether they yep. need that PTO, David, and some time off or to close down their email at six o'clock at night and play with their kids. Or it may be something, you know, that they've got burnout from prospecting too much and they're sad about not having the wins and what new strategies can I offer them? I find that you've got to be communicating to get those answers. And I've, and it kind of yields some great conversations as well, I found. Hmm. David, one thing Janelle brought up earlier, and I want to circle back as we wrap this up, was installing more. Obviously, we're celebrating the wins, the results, right? That's more immediate today. We're looking in the pipeline. And, and then as far as the activity, the seeds were planted. She mentioned building more accountability into those activities. So whether that's doing it together as a team, you know, working because we're all, you know, maybe off on our own island these days working virtually. Maybe some of us are still going into offices. I mean, it's a, it's a hybrid at best. So what are you doing? I know you've installed the daily huddle. I know you have practical, very, very practical solutions for increasing accountability. We talk about this so much. But how would you, what insights would you give to, uh, Kate, we're, we're, our team's letting off the gas pedal just a bit. What could we do? What could the sales leaders out there do to increase that accountability to keep those activities happening on a consistent basis? Well, I think 
you know, you preach accountability and you preach activity and um, things are going to happen. People are going to have a bad day. They're going to have a bad week. You have to, you know, be aware of that. And, and you just can't have too many bad weeks or months in a row. <laughs> I, you know, I think, I think you, I mean, you set, you set what you're accountable for. Um, you know, I, I, I'm having one-on-ones this week and in them, I'm asking each person to grade um, on two fronts, performance and growth, mm. personal and professional growth. For this quarter alone, where would you grade yourself? A, you know, A, B, C, D, or F? And um, I, the more you can get people to take accountability and, and really do the self-assessment, you don't, I mean, accountability is there. We look at numbers, we look at activities, we look at opportunities created, converted wins, all those things, they're there. But we can really reach into having people um, self-assess um, in a in a safe place, um, I, I you know I think that self accountability is is much better than throwing a bunch of accountability out there when you can make it happen. Mm. And the, the answers have been interesting, and they've been pretty spot on to what what where I would think they are. Um, you know, I have a simple daily reporting that they send in, and and you know the last part of it is you know where do you need help? Where are you stuck? And you know it's 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 a great venue for, for asking for help. But I think it's the more you can get the right people and have the self accountability. Um, I don't know if that really answered it. Um, going back to another thing, um, having that morning huddle, I can sense in just the minute people talk, um, when they share, um, pertinent and relevant from today, pertinent and relevant from yesterday, top priority of the day, where they on the top test, I can tell in their demeanor if, if something's wrong with one of them. Mm. And so I'll, so I'll circle back around. So the more intuitive you are, um, to 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 the people and you know is there are they different today than they were a week ago uh, you know it, it allows you to to reach out so I love it um, and, and you are you're you're a great uh, accountability leader I, I know that's you, you taught me so much on that Janelle what what are some things that are working for you as far as getting with the team sensing where they're at um, the accountabilities you were talking about. What what are some practical strategies you would share so I think to close this out? The first thing I would share, and this probably goes back to like our first conversation we had about being vulnerable and just admitting to you guys here that I was terrified to instill a little bit more accountability in my team to make sure that we were hitting our results. You know, I set to set up a meeting and an entire agenda. And what I found was that over the course of a 90 minute meeting, just outlining what our activity goals were going to be and laying out the different metrics and kind of giving them guideposts, people want accountability. They want to know what they're being measured against and what to strive for. I was pleasantly surprised that it actually created more of a morale with the team, knowing what they can do. Mm. Um, they started working together on certain goals. And we've been also reaching across regions, Tim, as you know, to partner with, you know, our colleagues across different states and different parts of the country for different perspectives and just bringing people together mm. to share ideas, whether that's their wins or working through their objections and their struggles and just knowing that they're not alone. That has been um, incredibly yep. helpful in terms of recognizing, you know, people might need a little bit, a little extra love, a little extra attention. Hmm. I, I love it. I love it. And thanks, Janelle. I love the um, <clears throat> I love the accountability tips, David, from you, uh, Janelle, reaching across regions, I think is 
fantastic pulling people together from different virtual spaces um you know feed off of somebody who's energized can really bring somebody who's down up i think we all rise or fall together um so as we wrap this up guys uh reach out if we can support you in any way i know david shared his huddle card in the past um that's still a, a resource he's willing to share and is available um we want your questions in the moment what are you struggling with um and if if you've not done it yet subscribe like share the podcast um we're just weekly bringing you practical tips so that we can all up our sales game um so keep the momentum going by installing rhythms rhythms not not backing off not deciding to coast when the pipeline's full but going ahead and really doubling down like david said on those activities now so your pipeline is always full and uh, and, I, and the rewards are are tremendous and, and then the exciting thing is you can do more things uh, there's there's more territory to expand on vision can grow we can we can only go up right onward and upwards so uh, david and john i'll let you each give uh, a last um greeting to our listeners and we'll sign off well i just want to say thank you for having me i learn something from both of you guys every time i join you so it's just an honor to talk this through with you guys we love having you. Yes, we do. Um, thanks so much for adding a tremendous amount to the podcast, Janelle. And, you know, everyone have a great week uh, at the end of March. And uh, we all go into a new quarter in a few days. So lean in. Absolutely. Onward and upward. Thanks.